0: Hey everyone, this is our midweek leadership podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Philippians 2 1 through 5 says, and I'm I'm sure you've read this this scripture before, I'm reading a couple translations. It says, Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out for only your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. This is just a declaration every single morning that we need to read over our life. It is some good truth in here that I want my spirit to be aligned with. But I want to read in the message translation the end of that scripture says, Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. Love this. Um, and so. When I was reading through this, I was thinking, this is our mission on Sundays. And so you might think, like, what are you thinking? Like, this is our mission on Sundays. And here's how I broke this down. I want us to kind of talk about it this morning um, is how do we put ourselves aside on a Sunday morning? How does that look like on a Sunday morning? How do we put ourselves aside? Well, I'm going to tell you what you should do if you aren't already doing this. You read your Bible every day of the week, not just on Sunday mornings. You're spending time in prayer every single day of the week. You have worship music on every single day of the week. And that is intentionally saying, I am second, he is first. I am second, he is first. And so we can't just, if we get this twisted, what happens is we get, we hear someone say, you need to put yourself aside, you need to put others first. And so then what happens sometimes is that we're running like crazy banshees all over the place with our heads cut off, with no purpose, just trying to serve everyone, trying to take care of everything. And let me patch that, let me patch that, let me help you with that. Oh, you need a meal, I can take you a meal. Oh, you need prayer, I can pray for that. I can do this, I can do this. So what happens is we're expending and we're spending and we're spending and we're spending. But that actually is not, Putting ourselves aside—that's putting ourselves first. That's putting ourselves first. And what happens is that when we aren't moving in the spirit, when we aren't in the grace zone, we get funky. It just happens. It's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to all of you. It just happens. So I want today. This isn't anything new. This is just a reminder. But I want us to put ourselves aside. And we put ourselves aside by putting Jesus first. Is what I believe. Um, that the scripture another way of interpreting this is that this is saying, put yourself aside to help others get ahead. No one can really get ahead because without Jesus. And so if Jesus isn't first in our life, how are we expecting to push someone closer to him? And I love that it says, and help others get ahead. So that means that we are the stepping stone for someone to move forward. So that means it's totally incredible for someone to come in and have six friends on their first Sunday, and you might only have six friends right now and you've been coming here for six months. That's totally awesome. You're getting them ahead. You're pushing them ahead. And this is why we have this mission on Sundays. How do we put ourselves aside? We're prepared. We're prayed up. We're ready before we walk in the door. We come in this door for girls with our makeup on with our lipstick on our hair is done our elbows are lotioned hello you know what I mean like we're ready to go we've taken a shower that morning we're prepared we're ready we're not coming in here half ready to go and not sure what something is and where this other thing is we're not coming in here without our team scheduled we're not coming in here without spending time in God's word we're not coming in here thinking oh I need to have that conversation with that one person this week and I have a conversation with this and I didn't get to have that this week so I'm gonna do that today no 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 That doesn't happen on Sundays. Sundays is go time. Sundays is when we put ourselves aside. Sundays are when we say, I'm going to help someone else get ahead today. So if we come in here and we aren't prepared, how would we ever be able? No one can, you cannot lead someone where you have not been. And so how would we be able to push someone forward if we're coming in half prepared on a Sunday morning? And I know I'm pushing this on a, talking about Sundays because, and this is why, because this is when the most people come through our doors that don't have a relationship with God. Sundays, it's actually not on Mondays, it's not on Tuesdays, it's not on Thursdays. This is the prep for the Sunday. This is why we do this is because we have Sundays. And so what does it look like? Um, when we put ourselves aside, I said, we're prepared, we're prayed up, we're ready before we walk in the door. The convos that need to happen have already had um, been happening. Um, had during the week. Um, Also, this means that if there's something going on in our heart, there's something going on with us, like maybe you need prayer for something, there's something you need to share with someone, that doesn't happen on Sunday mornings, not because you're not loved, valued, and believed in. Not because your story doesn't matter, but because you get the opportunity to have six days of that with anyone in this room, anyone in our church. That's when you get to have that moment with people. It's not on Sunday mornings because we want to put ourselves aside so that someone else can move forward. And I just think that that can't happen when we're focused on ourselves or focused on our own things. And now I'm not saying that you can't come in here with your own hard things. There's things I'm believing God for every single day and it doesn't change on Sundays of what the miracles I'm asking God for in my life. That changes at all. But I'm not talking about those things to people on Sunday mornings because I want to be interested in them, not interesting to them. I want to be interested. What's going on in your life? What do you believe in God for? They don't need to hear what I'm believing God for. That's not what they came in here for. I'm just real talk. You're leaders in this room, so you can all handle this. I'm not saying you don't matter. I'm not saying your story doesn't count. I'm not saying I don't want to hear it, but I'm saying when people walk in the doors on Sunday mornings, we need to have ourselves clean, actually spiritually clean, so that we can receive something from someone and be able to pour back into them. And so, how do we see the one um, walking through the door whenever it said, what's a helping hand? To me, a helping hand is seeing the one. To me, is a helping hand knowing Sarah and Pete, that family that she talked about that came last week, knowing their names, and I wanna just say, who got their phone number in this room? Who asked them for their phone number? Who friended them on Facebook? Who made sure she's coming to Sisterhood on Thursday night? Who made sure of these things? I don't know who it was. I hope it's someone in here because that is how we have someone help a helping hand. We hope, we pray they come back again the next week and they can get someone again and they'll get connected to Debbie and she'll be chasing him down. But we need a hundred Debbies, okay? We need a hundred of those people. We need a hundred people like Lori that will text, reply to any text, any prayer request, anything during the weekend is ready to intercede. We need to have a hundred. We don't just need one, we need a hundred. And I think that is the place where sometimes we. Get it twisted a little bit as we think that like oh they've got that, Lori's got the prayer team, Lacey's got the worship team, Courtney's got kids team. We're good. No we're not good. We're never just good. We're all in for everything. And so the way that we are able to do this is if we're not prepared. And I just, I hate to say it like this because it sounds like I'm talking about a natural thing and not a spiritual thing. This is 100% spiritual, 100% spiritual. Because if you're not prepared and you're not ready, God speaks every day of the week, not just on Sundays. And that's what one thing with Pastor Ben, whenever people say like, oh, and no offense to this, this type of feel, but this will never be our church. When people say, oh, I don't even know what I'm going to speak about tomorrow. I'm just waiting for God to move. I'm waiting for God to speak to me. And Ben has always said like, God speaks on Mondays. He doesn't just speak on Saturday nights. He speaks on Mondays. He speaks on Tuesdays. He speaks on Wednesdays. He speaks on Thursdays. So we need to have a spirit of being prepared and being ready. And with when you're prepared, I don't know about you, but when I wake up and I get dressed 100%, I take my shower, I fix my hair, I put my makeup on, you feel different. You walk into a room different. When you have on a nice, clean shirt you literally will walk into the room different. So I know this sounds I keep it sounds like I'm talking about physical things, outside things. It is so not that. It's 100% about getting your spirit right, being aligned and being confident in what happens and this is why this wasn't even in my notes, and I was thinking about platform guide. This is why we have a platform guide. I don't know if you guys know this, but on Sunday mornings there are certain things that we do and that we don't do on this platform because it's holy, because it's precious, and because we want less of us and more of Him. So if we're up here, I'm just going to use as an example with a crazy colorful outfit on, with lots of mixed prints, with lots of big jewelry, with crazy what is that? That makes it about me. That's not putting me aside. But if I'm up here and I'm wearing something that's just simple, that's neutral, and I'm able to, you're you're worshiping and you're connecting with Jesus, what happens to the room? They're not thinking about like, oh, what happened to that? I've never seen anything like that before. What is that? And what, who, no, we're not, I don't want them looking at Jessica. I want them looking up to Jesus. And that only happens if we're prepared. That only happens if we can remove ourselves out of the equation. But I think what happens is sometimes we over-spiritualize it and we think like, oh, I want to remove myself. So I'm just not going to care about myself. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me. But what happens is that you're making it actually about you because you're not surrendering to Jesus six days a week before we get to Sunday and all the other things. So it actually is kind of all about you. Um, So anyway, that wasn't in my notes, but just what happens sometimes is we think that, oh, this isn't spiritual. It's like, oh, this is spiritual. Even uh, this is spiritual. (laughs) Um, And so what is a helping hand? A helping hand is seeing the one and these are some things I wanna make the language of our house. We see someone come in for the first time. We see Sarah and Pete last week come in for the first time. We ask them, How did you hear about New Heart Church? Why? We are so glad you're here today. Tell me your story. Yeah. Not, Is this your first time? Of course, we all know we don't say that. How did you hear about it? Oh my goodness, so glad you're here. Let me introduce you to debt, debt, debt. And then you connect them. You're the bridge that's connecting them to other people. Because if they're only connected to you, there's only, like I was saying, there's only so many Lori's. only so many Carissa's. There's only so many Marty's. But Marty knows three other people that she knows she could connect someone to that's like-minded. She, Lori knows, oh, I, let me get you connected to Debbie. Let me get you connected to Kelly. Let me get you connected to Teresa. Well, whoever the person is. Um, not Teresa. Teresa. Um, Terry, Um, and so I'm like, you know, who is the person that you need to connect someone else to because it can't just be us because there's only so many people that Ben and I can connect with personally and actually know what's going on in their life. Now we could say, yeah, we wanna meet with everyone and we could actually meet with everyone in this church. We could, we could, we could do that and our schedule would be full with that, but no one would actually be going deeper. They would have surface conversations consistently, which is why we have connect groups, which is why we have incredible leaders and incredible teams and incredible systems so that people don't fall through the cracks. Um, okay, so we, what's a helping hand at seeing the one? And the language of our house is, have you gone to growth track? what connect group are you in? How did you hear about New Heart Church? What's your phone number? I want to grab coffee with you. I want to hear your story. And I think it's important that we don't let this slip because what happens is we sometimes will push the responsibility of like, oh, I saw them talking to Sydney. Sydney's got it. Well, I'll just say this. If you think Sydney's got it, then you should go to Sydney and say, hey, I I saw you talking to that family. Did you get their phone number? If you think, and if she says, no, I didn't. Awesome, I got it. I'm gonna go get it right now. You got it, we have to be able to have those conversations. It's not about checking her. No, it's fine, it's just making sure you're owning it. You own it like you own it. If this is your house, if this is your home, how do you treat your home? You shut the door every time you come in the door. You make sure that the toilets are clean. You make sure that there's toilet paper. You wanna wanna make sure that things are taken care of in your home, and you make sure when someone walks in your home, You host them, and so that's what we do when someone walks through the doors of our church is we see the one, we help them with the helping hand, and um, I think that we need to take personal responsibility to take someone from that front door to this room on Thursday mornings. Personal responsibility. It's a personal responsibility. When I walked into Shoreline, Onika and Pastor Laura took a personal responsibility to make sure that I didn't stay the same in six months personal responsibility. It it wasn't my responsibility. Now, here's where it gets twisted a little bit. It's my personal responsibility to make sure someone gets connected and gets planted in this church. But then you have to get off the milks at some point, and you have to start eating some real food. So then that's when we need to be able to have the language that we can say, now it's your responsibility to find someone else. Now it's your responsibility. If anything goes on that seems like it's not the best thing for you, you need to come and talk to me. It's your responsibility to stay connected. It's your responsibility to understand how to be close with someone. It's you got to be a friend to have a friend, but that goes both ways. And so I think that's where sometimes our church we take the personal responsibility and we're like, I'm going to help them. I'm going to help them. I'm going to help them. But then we just keep tiptoeing and helping someone the whole time. I was like, no, 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 no. They need to start showing up whenever they need to show up. We don't have to remind them to show up every single time. They just need to take personal responsibility. And if they don't feel like this is their place, they do have a place here. But I think it's, in t- it's the time is, people walk through the door, how are we putting ourselves aside? When people walk through the door, how are we making sure that we push them ahead? People walk through the door, how are we taking that personal accountability, personal accountability to put us second, put Christ first, and move that person forward? Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.